The following program is intended for mature audiences. You're listening to This Is MVM, a podcast series coming to you from beautiful British Columbia, Canada. And now, here are your hosts, Michelle St. Hill, Vanessa Williams, and Marianne Pine. This is MVM. This is Michelle from This is MVM, Own Your Story. My name, as I said, is Michelle, and I'm the host with me today are my co-conspirators, co-host Vanessa and Mary. Hello, beautiful people. I am Vanessa, here to make you laugh, sometimes cry, as we share our stories. Welcome. Marianne here, present and accounted for. So excited to share our stories with you once again. So today our topic, our topic for discussion, well, we got a really hot topic at the other end. So let me see if anybody can actually in the comments below if they know what this is. So let's talk about it for now to the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up and anyhow, don't be coy, avoid or make void the topic because that ain't going to stop it. Anybody know what I might be talking about? Well, that's coming at the back end of our show today. But our first part, we are going to be talking about COVID-19. Yes, the dreaded COVID-19. We're in this situation right now where everybody knows exactly what COVID-19 is. And we thought, you know, we'll tell you some stories about how we've managed to go through the last 15 plus months. In some instances, we were very aware of the situation that was starting in Wuhan and in Italy. We may have been watching the news and thinking, oh, we've got a long way to go. We don't have to worry. But we are in beautiful British Columbia and we have a very large Asian population here with people who travel home. And it was Chinese New Year that was coming up. And so it was going to just be a matter of time before our numbers started to possibly climb. However, that being said, there was a dental convention that was in Vancouver and the very first person person to die in Vancouver was apparently a dentist from North Vancouver. Don't have his name, unfortunately, but um, very sorry for the loss of life because that was a convention that had lots of dentists from all over the Lower Mainland who attended. And that was the first time we heard of it domestically right here in our city. So talking about that, you know, what what do we have to say about COVID-19 apart from the fact that we all have new opportunities to learn about this so-called disease, which is somewhat, they say, like a flu. It's COVID-19. There have been many other variables from COVID-2+. And um, I think it's an interesting topic for a lot of reasons. What do you say, Vanessa? Um, I would like to start out with um, prevention. And some of the things that we can do, to me, I think there are three main things that would help us to slow the spread of COVID. And one of them is washing our hands. Now, where we are from in the Caribbean, when you enter the house for the first time, um, from the outside, that's the first thing you have to do. It's nothing new with us. Your, your mom will say, boy, go wash your hand. Oh, gal, go wash your hand. And so you go and you wash your hands, and that's the first thing that you would do. Um, I never know anything about singing the happy birthday song while I wash my hands. I just learn about that as I got older. I just, you want to wash your hands as fast as possible so you can get in the house to figure out what you're eating. So, um, but I think it's about, uh, about 20 seconds or so, but hands properly with soap and water. Um, if you don't have soap and water, you can use 
alcohol uh, on the website for CDC. It, it gives you a long list of things that you can do there. Okay, so good um, hand washing, practicing good hand washing is very important to slow the spread of COVID. Also, some people take it upon themselves to wear gloves. I think that's a good idea. I saw, <laughs> once I saw a couple, they were holding hands and they had on gloves. <laughs> I just find that was funny. But I guess they were taking precautions. So maybe they were new lovers, who knows? Uh, another thing is um, physical distancing or social distancing. Man, we used to call personal space back in the day. Why did they think they needed a new word for this? Anyways, I guess when you say um, social distancing, people can understand you need to be a way back. However, I guess if you're a tall person, you will get more space. If you're a shorter person, you have shorter arms, you will be kind of like, okay, I think you need to go back a little bit. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, I hope this was not inappropriate, but you know what I mean. I'm just... <laughs> Trying to keep it light in spite of what is happening right now. Okay, so um, definitely practicing that. I know for me, going to the gym, that is one of the things we have to do. You have to sort of miss two machines in between just to keep your safe distance. And so that's a very good thing that can be sure to my gym. Um, the third thing I also think that's important is wearing your mask now. I love the different, um, the colors and all of that. But one thing I do miss from wearing the mask is the smiles. I can't tell when somebody's smiling at me. Again, going back to the gym, I go to the gym, I see somebody, oh, I'm eyeing them and I can't tell if they're looking at me or smiling at me. So now we have to wave in order to know if somebody's communicating with you. <laughs> but it's for our safety. So I encourage all to wear their mask sometimes if possible, put on two because some of them seem to be so thin and you want to make sure you do all you can to try to protect yourself and others and to prevent the spread of COVID. So yes, let's go out and do our part to, to help stop the spread of the COVID. Vanessa, it's in the eyes, darling. It's in the eyes. Just look in the eyes and you can see the smiles. It's there. Oh, Trust me, it's okay. there. And the eyes have always been the window to the soul. So that's where we go with that. Well, I'll tell you one tidbit. I can't see far distance. So um, him, he might be over in the corner, you know, doing his... And I look, I'm like, ouch, I can't really see. <laughs> that's what vanity does to you. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh dear. No, man. But if they smile, you can see. Yeah. You know what? Right? I have the same eye condition, but trust me, I can tell a smile a mile off. Right? Mm -hmm. I tell you though, but one of the one of the most important aspects of um self-care during this COVID period is something that we're actually I, I don't think we're going to see the impact of it now we're going to we're going to start seeing the impact of it more so I think maybe by the end of the year next year but it's mental well-being during this COVID period you know I'm going to be reading from this link that we found you know because I want to be very careful about the advice that we give where this is concerned but it, you know with so much happening and so much uncertainty in daily life it's normal to feel worried and overwhelmed. It's important to look after your mental health and well-being during COVID-19. Don't wait to reach out. There are there are tips, there are resources that you can find on the website, which we're going to include as well, where you can get 
you can know where to get help. And the thing is, there is no shame in in the feelings that you're going to experience and all of us, it doesn't matter how, how happy you are, or how positive you try to be, but from day to day, there's going, there are going to be things that impact you more so than others. And it's so, so very important to, to reach out. And I know it's, it's difficult because there are a lot of people that are, are shut-ins and even more so during this period of time. Um, a lot of times people don't want to share how they're truly feeling but it, it's something that we must do right uh it the change and uncertainty due to COVID-19 can have a big impact on our mental health. Health, health is available. Don't wait to reach out. Find the information that's on the site. And for anyone that you know, maybe you are you're you're okay or you're able to. Because sometimes some of us, you know, we go we we're going a funk, and we feel it, we process it, and then we work through it not everybody has that um, ability to do, to do so. And we have to recognize that there's nothing wrong with that. And trust me, the impact is just not on adults. I mean, we are, some of us are more senior than others, but this is the sort of thing that can impact little children up to the seniors in our, in our society. So it's very, very important. There are different sites that will deal with children and youth and parents. There are sites for post-secondary students. There are sites for healthcare workers because trust me, the healthcare workers are the ones that they're taking a beating with this. You have no idea. And they are going to need our love and support. Trust me. And of course, BC First Nations individuals and communities, right? Um, and you can get general tips for mental well-being and COVID-19. So please reach out. Um, it's not it's not it's not easy. It's challenging for us. This is something that is new for the most for for the most part. I mean, if you think about it, in prisons, when 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 a, when a prisoner does something wrong or bad in prison, what do they do? Put them in 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 self isolation, right? So. Imagine that. Imagine just think of yourself in that role and think of other people around you that are feeling that, that are even people who are working from home. I mean, I work from home, but I'm still out and about here and there. But there are people that are really feeling this and they're not coming out and they're staying there and they're really being severely impacted by that. So please, please understand for yourself and for others. So Michelle, that being said, there are other ways and means that we have been impacted by this COVID in a serious way. Would you like to share some light on that? Yes, we've been, we, we have had many, many unfortunate situations and I'm going to get to the biggest one in, in a moment. But um, talking about all of the things that we have to do for mental health and for well-being, some of the self-care things, there were still uh, places of self-care that are open, uh, beauty salons, uh, care salons, places, you know, registered massage therapists are still open, uh, chiropractors are still open. So do take the time to take the care um, and spend the time on yourself. I, as a hairstylist, know that from our business standpoint, we were closed for nine weeks during COVID. And um, luckily, because we are here in BC, our numbers had remained quite low at that time. And so we were able to get back to work following the local um, 
protocol that was put out by our trade organization as well as by um, WorkSafe BC and then of course the CDC BC. All of those being said, we continue to keep our, our salon working space in a sanitary situation, which we should all those places should have been doing anyway. It didn't really come as anything new. And that's probably why there's certain industries that haven't had any spikes. And that's because the people who work there have the full control over the clients that come in. Some of the other places like restaurants, they haven't got the control. People will get up from their chair, they'll walk around and they'll, you know, a little bit of alcohol inside somebody and they start doing things that are a little bit crazy. But talking about the big, you know, elephant in the room when it comes to COVID-19, on May the 25th, 2020 for nine minutes and 29 seconds I sat and watched a video that will forever haunt me and stay with me and having been at home at that time for what was eight weeks I couldn't really believe what I was seeing I was actually in shock I just remember looking at this image that I didn't even know how it arrived in my inbox but thinking to myself okay that person is going to stop that person that person is going to, and I started screaming at the television as I watched the murder or the lynching of George Floyd. And as a black person, this right now is the hardest. We have gone through this whole year where we have been looking to our supporters, our friends from the other um, races and groups to come and stand with us and support us. Remember that as the females, unfortunately, as black women, we are considered by some to be the lowest on the, on the pile. But what I have told very many people, that as much as a pyramid is broad at the bottom and peaked at the top, in order to hold all the weight at the top, it has to stand on a good foundation. So as a black woman, I tell people often that your successes are on my shoulders. Everything that you have achieved, you have achieved because of standing on my shoulders. Whether that be by holding me down or by propping me up, but for the most part, it's been standing on the shoulders of black women. Um, and of course, our men who seem to, by default, have had a target on their back because of whatever fear society has put out there, what the media has put out there, what the, the biases that are. And so for the whole time that I was at home, up until May 25th, I thought I would take the opportunity to do a lot of things and to make good around my house and to sort out this, that and the other. I remember on that day, though, I called my mom on May 25th, which was also my son's 34th birthday. And that's why that day can never leave our head, because it was a day of celebration and a day of absolute shock and, and terror and horror. But I called my mom and I said to her, I remember when I was little, I was seven years old, and we were at home in our living room in Highgate, London, in our little sitting room, and my mom yelled at the TV. She was watching the news. Now, I didn't know she was watching the news. I just knew that there was a black man on television. And my mom started to cry. And what you have to understand about where we are at this stage in life, we didn't see black people on television back then. So this was April the 4th, 1968. And I went to my mom and I hugged her and said, Mommy, why are you crying? Why are you crying, Mommy? Is that my uncle? It was a black man on television. I thought it was one of my uncles. And my mother said to me, you will never understand. And that was her hope and her prayer in that moment that I wouldn't have understood at seven years old exactly what had just happened. But here I was on May 25th, 2020, 
Minneapolis, Minnesota, a black man by the name of George Floyd was murdered and a 17-year-old girl filmed it on camera. And all I can say is thank goodness for the fact that we have technology today, that we have had cameras that we can actually on our cell phones video situations because all of the things that happened for, for years and, and, and decades before, which a lot of people who are not from the African diaspora don't always believe in their mind, oh, it's so long ago and oh, he must have done something bad. And it was a $20 bill, a $20 bill. But then you get, you know, another young guy who walks into a church and kills 19, uh, 13 people and gets escorted nicely to the police cruiser, gets stopped off at Burger King to get a hamburger, when you have to think to yourself, what is wrong? The COVID didn't help us in any way apart from the fact that people were in front of their televisions and now all the people in the world that got to see it, the movement has strengthened and we have more people who are now finally understanding. We still have some Karens and Beckys, of course, we're always gonna have those people, but we still got a whole load of people who actually are supporting us and who care. When I returned back to work, one of my clients who's a, um, she does a 911 for, uh, for, fire, for the fire brigade, and she brought in flowers for myself and my other uh, associates at work. And she had a little card and she wrote, Black Lives Matter and we and our family are here to support you. And she was a client who was white and blonde, who lives in the Tri-Cities where we live. And she took it upon herself to bring us in flowers. And I just thought, you know, I know there are so many more good people out there that it warms my soul. But at the same time, this has been the hardest time of my life to have to go through this whole year. Number one, I live alone. I don't have any company after work. And I stay at work far longer than I should because that is my happy place, is doing my job and seeing people. So I'm grateful to all of my clients of support for my business. I have not shut down and been out of business. I've been able to maintain. Very, you know, grateful to all of the clients and our neighborhood. As much as we are wearing masks, people are still smiling and saying hello. I live across the street from a park. I don't frequent the park during the day, although I need to take my shoes off and walk on the dirt because that will help to ground me. Um, but the park seems to be very full of people very often. So I have chosen to, um, you know, to walk the blocks and to stay at work a little longer. But, you know, Vanessa, I can see the people smiling. I can see their eyes. And there are so many people who just come into us on a daily basis to just say hello. They wave at their passing, just glad when we return to work because we were closed for nine weeks. And we have some people who are habitual in their waving. They will wave every time they go past and we never service them as clients, but they're people who live in our neighborhood. So it's been, it's been an interesting, year full of challenges and um i do know that my girlfriend miss v i have to tell you can i share that story v about when you first went out i want to hear i want to hear <laughs> what story is that i've got to tell you so this is a funny story and she and then vanessa will tell you the rest of her story but so everybody was in a little bit of fear in the beginning of COVID, you know, the first lockdown and everything. And Vanessa and I were kind of in the same bubble at the time because she was my only person. So I would see her and she would see me. I wasn't seeing anybody else. And so the first time Vanessa came out prior to us being in the bubble, 
Vanessa came out and her and her driver looked like they were about to do some mudding and sanding in some home reno. They had on a painter's overall suit. Vanessa had the, the, the hood part right up. She was up, right down to the sleeves, right down to the ankles. And she had on the um, the dust mask. <laughs> she was in the car with the windows up. We told her a sci-fi movie. We the car and she said, okay, we're outside. I to come and get whatever she, it was, I just howled. It was so funny. Anyway, that was my girl, Miss V. Protect yourself, girl. Well, I mean, this person that was seen works outside with a lot of people. And I was working from home because we, we were sent home to work. So we're home full time. And I, I don't know how many weeks has gone by and I wanted to go outside. So he came over with full PPP suit and I'm like, okay, so is this thing going to be, because when I put it on, I know we couldn't sustain that. Like I got outside and <laughs> I felt like I was going to space <laughs> the way I was dressed and it was so funny, but, um, I didn't put it on after that. I just figured, you know what? No, this is not something I can do every day. I look stupid. <laughs> Never that, darling. Never that. <laughs> funny. It, was, it funny. was just a sight to behold, for sure. Mm, I tell you. Yeah, Michelle will never let me forget that. <laughs> but, how, but how did the year affect you? COVID has definitely showed me how to slow down. And um, I know before every weekend we'll probably go out and we don't anymore and working from home. And I just tell myself, you know what? I am home now. I, I I read more. I got into a little bit of my investing more. Um, and to be honest, I didn't feel like I need to talk to people much anymore. So I didn't reach out to a lot of people. Um, my other girlfriend would say, oh, I don't hear from you. I say, oh, you're alive because if you weren't, somebody would tell me because I just feel like um, I didn't go. She worked in a hospital, so I was not going to visit. Um, so we just stayed away and I still visited Michelle because yes, we were in that bubble. And I know sometimes I have to take her food, man, because I'm like, Mish, what you doing? I'm getting my place ready for after COVID. Mm. Mish, is that place ready now? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so um, for me, I, I had planned a vacation for the 25th of March. And as you know, it closed down right around that week. We were sent home that week and um, I was going for my mom to bring her up. And during that time when I purchased my ticket, I also found out there was um, my uncle died accidentally. So I was kind of happy I was going home around the same time to attend the funeral. And that didn't happen. And I cried a lot because I really wanted to be there. It's my only uncle and I know how much he was always there for me. Um, when I was going to high school, you know, every time when I was in going to high school and I was in Kingstown and I want spending money and I see him, I was happy to see him because I know I was going to get something. Um, so I missed that. And in a way, I'm, I'm a bit thankful for COVID. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of bittersweet because it, it, it changed something for me. Um, I decided because some people were being careless about their bubble and who they are around, I, I had to unfortunately say, no, I, I can't have you in my space anymore. And I had to give up on a friendship because of that. 
because I don't want to get sick. And, and for me, people are ignorant if they don't want to do the things they're supposed to do and they continue to be out there and not staying in their bubble. Like, I don't want to bring that into my space. So I had to give that up. But yes, um, I'm looking forward to the other topic that's coming up <laughs> so we can talk about that. Um, can't give it away yet, you know? So coming right up. But um, ladies, I don't think we are going to go back to where we were before COVID. I think a lot has changed um, in the way we communicate, the way we see people. And um, all we have to do now is try our best to see how we can adjust to that. And I am looking forward to the life after COVID because I cannot wait to get outside. I just want to interject there. One of the things that was good for you was that your sister managed to move here from Ontario with her baby. Well, not such a baby. And then you were, you actually moved homes in that time. So then you you actually increased your immediate circle. Oh, and yes, I, for, I forgot this part too. My daughter graduated from university and oh my God, I cried because I didn't get to go. Well, we all know we didn't get to go to her um, graduation. That I miss most of all in this time of COVID, even more than going to St. Vincent. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I do, I miss I really, because we were so looking forward to that. She is the first in my family to go to university and I worked hard to make sure that she finished. And um, I, was, I was really looking forward to that. So yeah, that I am definitely, definitely, I hope that we do something about it once COVID is over. I know we can't go back, we'll never be the same. And you should be proud because your daughter got to graduate without a student loan. Yeah, mm-hmm. So pat on your back, my sister, pat on your back. All right, all right, all right, girl. Pat on your back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I did. Made the sacrifice, man, I tell you, there were some sacrifices. There were times when I was running to catch the bus because, not that I couldn't afford a car, I just did that because I want to make sure that she didn't have to worry about rent. Um, she had everything she needed, that's all. Well then. COVID. My thoughts on COVID. So COVID for me came with a lot of mixed blessings. For years, I've wanted to work from home because office is in Vancouver. And of course, I live east of Vancouver in Surrey. So when the opportunity came for me to, um, for, for it to happen, I, I jumped on it. I jumped on the opportunity. Now, there's still people that work from the office. But um, for me, it was one, being able to stay home and not having that you know, wear and tear on the body and getting up before day every day to go to work. But there was a lot of bittersweet because I had family members uh, that died throughout the year. Three out of seven that passed away, it was COVID related. And of course, uh, those that I would have been able to go to the funeral, it wasn't possible. So we had to do it by Zoom. There was though one super blessing for me. I, I turned 60 last June. And there was a plan. The plan was to have the entire family, my children and their children together in, in Ontario, in Toronto, for a get together. That wasn't possible. However, my eldest, he and his family drove all the way over to Vancouver from Mississauga. So he wasn't here for the birthday, but he was here. They were here for six beautiful, glorious weeks. So we were very happy about that. 
There was a lot of growth too that happened throughout the year. I mean, a lot of people were impacted. Businesses closed down, but a lot of businesses started and a lot of businesses grew as well. So COVID, 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 there's so much that could be said about it, you know? Um, yes, it, it forced us to just kind of look at life a little differently for those of us that weren't seeing through that, that lens prior to. But family is so important. I, 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 I grieve for all of the, 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 the seniors that were separated from their families. I grieve for them. So can you imagine being in that position, you know, not being able to see? A lot of them didn't see their families for, for the entire year. There were people that died without having seen their family. So, you know, it, it, like I said, bittersweet mixed bag of emotions all of the the pluses all of the minuses but somehow you know i guess one could look at it and say the survival of the fittest you know but i encourage everybody to stay safe make the choices that are right for you during this COVID period and Hopefully all the lessons will be learned and, 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 and never to be repeated again, because if we don't learn from this, we're going to have to repeat the class at some point in time. So we really do need to get it straight this time. However, I think we're getting ready to talk about that spice that we were talking about earlier that we keep hinting at, you know? Back home, as we would say, one of the most important vitamins is vitamin S. Vanessa, Ropin, how would you say it in, 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 in St. Vincent? Talk to me, girl, talk to me. So now we're talking about getting peace. That's what they would say back in Vinci. <laughs> So, Michelle, help out our listeners, please. So, which vitamin are you talking about, Missy? <laughs> yeah, you're the English lady now with our vitamin. Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> Hello, 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 beautiful people. This is Judy Lewinson, a.k.a. Judy Lou, executive producer at Van Grio. You have been listening to This Is MVM, and we are so happy that you joined us today. If you enjoyed today's programming and wish to show your support, we'd love it if you would start by liking, sharing, following, and commenting on any of our social media channels. You can find This Is MVM on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at MVM Stories. That's MVM Stories. You could have been anywhere, but today you chose to spend a little time with us, and we want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to tell your friends and family about This Is MVM. Do you know that the percentage of new relationships was probably on the up? Would you believe so? And did you know that people were actually searching? One of the top things that people search in COVID was sex and safety during COVID. So hold on, hold on. I did not get that memo, okay? I did not get that memo. I missed out, girl. <laughs> right? 
So yeah, so COVID-19 and sex. And so they were also talking about, um, so there was a survey done. There were some surveys that were done and we're going to include the links below on the surveys, but they say 58% of the participants had no or one partner since the start of the pandemic. So I know exactly where I fit. And then 64% of participants had looked for or received information of being exposed to COVID-19 infections during sexual encounters. Do you know that at one time, Dr. Tam, I think it was, um, or one of our medical professionals, I think made the joke accidentally, well, actually maybe she didn't say it, maybe, maybe I heard this third hand, but you could always Maybe use a bag, cover your head with a bag, and then that way you wouldn't wear a mask. That's what's wear a mask. Stop wear your eyes, man. What do you mean, wear a mask? Wear a mask. Then no bother with that. No bother with that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Wear a mask. <laughs> right? So could you imagine, though, wearing a mask? And then 35% of participants would feel judged by others if they were having sex during the pandemic. Why would you feel judged? Feel judged? I would have been celebrating from the rooftops. Come on. With my mask on on the rooftop, of course. Right? Oh my goodness. But, you know, all jokes aside, they're actually uh, wearing the mask. So, of course, never mind, you know, people talking about sex and dating. We had a situation during COVID where, so last year it was Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, which we celebrate differently in Canada. So that's why I say it was American Thanksgiving. And I had been on this dating site. I set myself up during the beginning of COVID. So in April of 2020, I made a profile. I'd been on there once before and profile was inactive. So I set it up again. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to set up a profile. And I just shut the profile down. I'm like, uh, whatever. I did it and I literally shut it. I said, I don't have time for this. And so I left it alone. So it was November that um, in November, literally, I was on the site and somebody had messaged me and I'm like, oh, there's a message. And the person happened to live in the lower mainland. They happened to live in driving distance of, let's say, 30 minutes driving distance for argument's sake. And I thought, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll message this one back because a lot of the other people were out of province. And um, oh my goodness, we spoke for 130 days. 130 days we spoke we got to know each other on the phone i have this little box called a chat pack and in the pack it's for when you have parties and you're doing conventions and that and you give people a question and it's a get to know me situation so you ask a question to somebody they answer and it's literally very light-hearted stuff so every day when we spoke we would do that we did some facetiming so i actually knew the person was real i wasn't being catfished and I was, you know, I was looking forward to meeting this person because I have a 90-day rule. So we were at 130 days. You have to listen to the numbers now. So we were at 130 days. So this person got their vaccination and I thought, okay. So I sent them a message and said, hey, now you've had your vaccination. It means that you're a little closer to being able to book that holiday. They wanted to go to Quebec on a holiday. I said, you're a little closer to being able to get back to the gym and you're a little closer to possibly meeting me. Because they want, you know, we played safe. We're like, okay, you know what? We don't have to rush to meet each other. We'll just get to know each other. So at 120 days, he got the vaccine. At 130 days, he bailed out. I just like just bailed out, just decided that, you know, um, I don't have enough to give, so I can't do this. And I'm like, what? 130 days. So what I will say about COVID was at least we had someone to talk to for the 130 days. So at least it made me feel nice for the 130 days. And then after that, they just disappeared. So I didn't get my 90 day rule. 
I didn't I didn't have to worry about that. So I've got to start at zero all over again. I'm at zero again. Well, it's his loss as far as I'm concerned. He was the one that lost out. But I guess I won't be going to... I, 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 as we would say back home, me salt because me not going for a dating site. Just telling you here, like that's that's just how I feel about it. So I'm just gonna stay in my little corner, and when I can go out there and meet people, how old time people used to meet people, right? That's then I'll be good. Then thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just 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 a little point of reference here. Apparently. When I looked at the numbers of the percentages of single people in our age category, they do get slimmer. So trying to meet those people, uh, that's why I love the fact of the dating site, because even if you are out there shopping and you grocery shopping and having your friends introduce you, how many of our friends in our generation currently do we know who have single friends that we would consider dating? There's a big difference there. They might have single friends, but would we consider dating those friends? Well, that is not my problem right now, quite frankly. However, if there is to be a someone in my life somewhere along the line, he will come into my life, but it will not be via a dating site. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. I don't believe you, Marianne. You really would never use a dating site? Nope, never, ever, never, ever. And you know what? I never say never, ever, because I am, I I will try just about anything once, but there are things that I won't, a dating site. So what's the reason? What's the reason? Because it's not for me, you know, Simi? Me no, you know, it, it don't appeal to me in no way, shape or form. It look like here waiting for the mailman to ring the doorbell. No, mailman? No, 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 no. You don't, you don't understand something. I have learned to be content in whatever state I am in. I am in no rush. I am in no need. When somebody come, them come, them not come, my good. I have been married a few times. <laughs> All right, lady, you can call us the No pun intended. No pun intended, eh, eh there, Vanessa? No pun intended. I heard what you said there. Marianne, all I could say is that you are your own safe sex partner. So girl, masturbation will not spread COVID. In no matter where who we playing, I was just speaking in general. It will not advise to you. Well, sweetheart, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stick up in. No, darling. No, homie, don't play that. No. Yeah, I'm so old-fashioned. No, 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 no. No, no, that's not what I need. (laughs) I am so happy for all of you. Please enjoy yourselves. Leave me out of it. Trust me, my good. You know about good? What's your eyesight like, Marianne? What's your eyesight like? Look here, man. My good. My good. My good. 2020 vision. It's a 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Marianne saying, oh, oh, Vanessa's saying, no, no, no. Vanessa's actually taking fact from the site. She's just telling you that it won't give you COVID. She's not suggesting that you do it, Marianne. But just so that you know, there's never enough Duracell or ever ready batteries. Listen, man, just, just, just love man. Y'all do your thing. <laughs> just leave me out of it. Marianne, so if you buy a car during this time of COVID, you would have just leave it outside sitting if you couldn't drive to work and you wouldn't start it up to make sure it could work or anything? Listen, man, when my business needs for work, it's mm. going to work. You see me? 
Okay. Okay, I guess it's an exception to her rule. No, I am not going to lose it if I don't use it. It is quite safe where it is. Thank you very much. Oh dear. I just love the fact that, you know what? Everybody out there, you see my co-conspirators, you wait, we can get ourselves in some real serious trouble because at the end of the day, all we know is, is that those are our stories and we are sticking to it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, listen, folks, it's time for us to say goodbye. So this is the senior M in MVM signing off in the meantime, in between time. Be well, stay safe, talk soon. This is Miss V here. Thank you for joining us and listening. Let's continue to tell our stories, writing it one chapter at a time. When you own your story, you can tell your story. Don't forget to like us, comment, subscribe, tell a friend. Hit that notification button so you will not miss an episode. So this is Michelle, the other M in This Is MVM. We're owning our story while I'm learning, growing, while remembering the past, enjoying the present and embracing the future. Until next time, stay safe. You've been listening to This Is MVM with hosts Michelle St. Hill, Vanessa Williams, and Marianne Pine. Executive produced by Judy Liu for Bang Rio. This Is MVM is recorded in Metro Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. For full episode credits, please visit bangrio.com. And be sure to follow at MVM Stories on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. Until next time, continue to be the love.